Hamilton County Mayor Jim Coppinger gave an address yesterday to remind residents that the mask mandate ends after today. He still encourages residents to get vaccinated, especially the 21 to 30 age group. Health Department Administrator Becky Barnes reminds that appointments are no longer needed and hours will be extended at county sites starting on the 4th of May. Russell Stroud, Google Radio News Talk, 92.7 Action News, now. What the hell is that? This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air. Well, hello, everybody. We run out of the best month ever, April. Today is not the first good day of the week. Yesterday was the first good day of the week. It's Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show that is later disguised as a podcast. It's the somewhat for-profit joint venture known as the collaboration between 92.7 and Stone On Air. My name is Brian. Keon Rose with me every day helping me put it together and keep it together. And today is the 28th of April, meaning we only have a few precious days of this fantastic month left. And then it'll turn into May, and May is fine for a few minutes. May is fine for most of it, really. June is, you know, we're in summer, officially, at least temperature-wise. I don't know what date exactly hits on. I think it's, I know the solstice is the 21st of June, meaning the longest day of, uh, of sunlight of the year. So, anyway... It'll start to turn into crappy summer soon, which I'll take a summer over a winter every single time. And June is usually, I consider, my second favorite month of the year because of Bonnaroo, but we don't have that this year. We don't have it until September. But uh, still a good time of year all the way around, but I'm going to savor these last couple days of June. Um, I actually have a good amount of stuff today, nothing overly important. Um Keon, I'm going to have you play a little Price is Right with me here in just a second, so, so be ready for that. All right. Uh, coming up at the uh, the tail end of the segment, I've got two pieces of audio for you. Calling it the COVID latest thing from CBS News that I just found pretty quick last night uh, as I got in late, and I'll explain why here in a minute. And then I have the coolest thing, which is highlights from last night and the reason I got in late. Coming up in the second segment of the show, 10 years ago yesterday were the uh, just overall southeastern devastating tornadoes, really the wake-up call that, at least here locally, we got that, ah, damn, this might be something we got to be concerned with. It was 10 years ago yesterday, April 27th, 2011. I didn't have a radio show yesterday. I have one today, so I'll spend the second segment looking at that. Pulled a few just random news articles about tornado, tornadic, tornadic activity, why it happens where why it happens other places more around the world here locally around the country just bounce around with that for a little bit and then on the tail end there is a parody count on facebook so the final segment of the show um an eastridge city hall parody account that is it's not it's not brilliant but it's close it's pretty it's pretty close 
So we'll make fun of East Ridge for a segment. It's a city I live in. I do it affectionately. I uh, I love this place, but I also know how to poke fun at it. So we'll do that in the final segment of the show. Uh, so here for a few minutes, I'll get to uh, uh, the Biden address tonight and uh, mask mandates and stuff like that here before we wrap up this uh, segment, which will just blow by very, very quickly. So um, Turner Field, Keon, Braves Old Stadium. Did you ever make it there? I, I did not. I, I think we've talked about this before on the I air, and I couldn't, I couldn't remember if you had or not. Have you? So you, you have or have not been to the new joint? I haven't been to the new one either. I've only been. This is my second time going. Last night it was Braves Cubs, and a, uh, my stepbrother who lives in Atlanta. We've uh, we usually, if I'm at a Braves game, we're usually there together. Certainly not always, but most times. And he hit me up on Monday evening and said, "Hey, let's try to go to one of these Braves Cubs games." He doesn't really know my schedule. He knows it kind of. But he doesn't know where I can and can't break away. And I said, well, the only day I can consider doing it would be Tuesday for a long length of reasons that are boring that I won't tell you why. But it's like, if, if there's going to be a day that works, it'll be Tuesday. And it turns out Tuesday did work. So I left at 4 o'clock yesterday, got lucky as I could be getting in and out of town um, to the stadium because it's in Cobb County now. So that's way north of downtown Atlanta. Yeah. Way north. I mean, it's only about 12 miles. It might as well be 1,200 miles because of traffic and the mess you're going to get trying to get into Atlanta. 10, 12 doesn't sound like a lot. It's a lot. A lot. In, in Atlanta, if you get caught in traffic, 12 miles suddenly, yeah. It take it, two it, hours. It, it is a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's, it is, if there's no traffic, you can get from the Tennessee-Georgia line where I live here in East Ridge to Cobb County to the exit 260, Windy Hill. You can be there in an hour and twenty minutes if there's not a single bit of traffic. You're gonna get na- you're gonna get traffic now, clearly. So it takes closer to an hour and a half, an hour and forty five or so. Um, I remember when they moved the stadium from Turner Field to uh, uh, to, to Cobb County. My stepbrother at the time he lived near Turner Field, so he was he was mad. And I was like, dude, I'm never gonna have to get on the downtown connector again. I'm never going to have to drive by, you know, North Avenue, Georgia Tech, and all that. I mean, which is a, a, a fun place if you like to see the opening up of a major American city. But it's a terrible place to drive on the road. And he's like, dude, the downtown connector is going to be in Calhoun. Obviously an exaggeration, but his point being, yes, now Cobb County is a mess no matter what's going on. Anyway, all that to say, got down there, found a, uh, a bot parking in advance, just a bunch of parking decks all over the place. Turner Field had its own lots, almost could do like football style tailgating at. But it was fun. Got in and out, no big deal. But the 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 being sold on doing this idea was, hey man, tickets are only 10 bucks. Cuz we got yeah, you know, I mean, last row. Quite literally, I thought the stadium was going to run out before I found <laughs> four, section four forty four. Now we didn't go. We went out in the outfield. They have little standing areas. We didn't go sit in that that seat. But that's why it was ten bucks. It's that far away. And I, I get. I mean, what are you new here, Brian? Of course, stadiums are expensive, right? But I hadn't. I've been going to stadiums and concerts and ball games all that often. And so, uh, hey, it's only going to cost ten bucks and a little bit of gas. Let's go. Uh, we're gonna play prices right style, so try not okay. to go. Try not to go over. Obviously, if you're doing it against somebody and they go too high, you would just say a dollar. You're not playing it against anybody, so just try to keep it realistic and not go okay. over. What do you think parking is for a Braves game on just a random day? On just a random day, I'll go fifteen bucks. Twenty four dollars. Wow. Twenty four dollars. Wow. Uh, I would have guessed twenty, but twenty four. Uh, something that might be in your wheelhouse because you're not you're, you're you don't imbibe in the alcoholic beverage world too much. 
So, you know how you go to Chick-fil-A, surely here and there? Yeah. How much is a Chick-fil-A sandwich, just a traditional classic Chick-fil-A sandwich, and a bottle of water? Okay, I'm Try going not to go over. There's going to be some crazy markup, but I'm going to go like 10 bucks. It was 11. 11, okay. 11. Yeah. What does that cost it regularly? Like $3? Yeah. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> like that? Yeah, the sandwich is like $3, and then they'll charge you maybe a buck for the, the water. You might not be able to guess this as much. Uh, we'll start with the easier one. Just a br- bratwurst. It's sausage in a hot dog bun. Uh, and a Coors Light draft beer. What do you think that costs? At that uh, at the Truist Park in Atlanta. At Truist Park. Uh... Do- dog and a beer, basically. I'm going to go 10 bucks again. $20. $20. That's the first thing I got when I walked in was just, <laughs> just a, a cup of Coors Light and a, and a brat. And then the final, I only I, I, I was starting to realize, okay, these dollars are coming fast here. I got to slow this down. But uh, my, my stepbrother bought the ticket, so I needed to buy him a beer. So I went and got myself a gin and tonic and a terrapin beer at the Chop House out in Wright Field. You know, up there. What do, what do you think that costs? A gin and tonic and a terrapin at Truist Park in Atlanta. I'm thirty bucks. You're close. Thirty four ninety five. Thirty four. <laughs> and I tipped the the lady was super nice. She was like playing the game, playing the part. And so, all right, here I'm in a good mood. Here's five dollars. So it was forty bucks. Yeah, I, uh, I I could easily I could more easily guess that one because I went to a Falcons game last year and it was the the terrapin. The terrapin will cost about twelve dollars for yeah. the beer itself. So anyway. That was fun. So my uh, and it was fun. I'm I'm just playing around, but it's like, oh my goodness. I mean, how can you keep doing this when I'm talking to myself? How are you? I'm not going to keep doing this. That's going to be the only. <laughs> that's going to be the only game I go to this year. So a quick, hey, it's only ten bucks. Come down to the game. Cost me 125 bucks once you tack in a half tank of gas. So I don't have Hulu. Doesn't have the game. Part of the reason I went was because well, I can't watch it. So might as well drive down to Atlanta and see it. We won, fun time. Uh, I've got a, the coolest thing will be involved with that. Which I'm are, actually, are you going to buckle and get cable? Eventually, no, no, no. <laughs> Just, no um, because the team is not that good. And for those who don't know, the, uh, the the package that carries Braves games is not carried on almost anything but cable subscriptions. By next year, I think we're going to get closer to an agreement between MLB TV cable subscribers and the. Um, and, and the streaming services to where you're going to get more a la carte and eventually you'll be able to just buy those regional networks. I think that will be the case based on what I've read, but it won't be this year. And I'm sure as hell not having Comcast or EPB come run wires in my house and do all that mess. So I don't know. I guess I'll just be listening on the radio and watching the recaps afterwards. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. I hadn't been to a game in a couple of years and I needed that. We all need what we used to do all the time, and especially here while I'm trying to keep April the best month ever. I was like, I'll, I'll you know, I, I'm, I'm not mad at what these prices cost. I'm just not going to do it again until unless there may, maybe is a playoff run. So we got Biden's first address tonight. Uh, it's not technically a, uh, why am I blanking? Oh, a, a State of the Union. It's not a State of the Union because I didn't know this. It, it can't be, for whatever reason, considered a State of the Union until you're at least in your second year uh, in office. I guess that just means because you're not here long enough to give a quote-unquote State of the Union. You can do an address, but it's we're not officially calling it um, an, an official State of the Union. But um, a lot of people are, 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 are mad because uh, Pelosi, who it's her house, quite literally, um, is limiting total attendance to about 200. I didn't know this until I saw it the other day that the chamber can hold up to a thousand 
got 435 representatives in the House, 100 senators. So that's 50% capacity just for that. Do I find it ridiculous that Nancy Pelosi is only allowing 200? The answer is yes. Uh, yes, I, I find that ridiculous. I, I don't care that much. I don't also, care much. But like, all of our politicians are old people. So, I don't know, maybe it's not the worst idea ever. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. But um, when you're already at 50%, when you allow everybody, I, I to me it feels kind of like a little bit of a power play. Um, well, Chuck, yeah. well, of course, of course. <laughs> With Nancy Pelosi, absolutely. Uh, Chuck Fleischman basically said, um, I'm just paraphrasing, I will not be attending, but I'm also not allowed to. And then Scott Desjardins, our worthless, worthless uh, congressional district from, uh, I believe it's District 4, says he wasn't. He wants to go, but he can't. And then it goes from there. That's paraphrased all the way around. So what we're going to do here real quick is the mass mandate ends today. I'm only going to play the one. If you've got the coolest thing, uh, Keon, let's do that. We'll scratch the other one because all that is is about is some CBS News report about the mass mandates and what you should and shouldn't do, and we've all heard all that before, but it ends in Hamlin County today. So all you mask haters, all you you know Tucker Carlson types that want to beat people up over wearing masks, well, good for you. You don't have to wear one anymore if you don't want to after today. But this is today's coolest thing, a quick montage I threw together when I got home a little after midnight last night from the Braves-Cubs game in Atlanta last night. Today's coolest thing. Top of the order now, Ronald Acuna Jr. Fly ball, belt it. He's back. Long home run. How far up the bleachers is that going? 481 feet for Acuna. And Ozzie, the batter, 0 for 2 is he. Ozzie, fly ball, well hit toward right. Hayward turns, still going back. Gets off the bricks. Good jump by Freddie. Look at him streaking around third. Here he comes. Ozzie Albies doubles off the wall, and the Braves get another two out run. For Dansby Swanson, who's got a couple of hits in three tries. As this one's lined into right field, a big insurance run is driven home for Dansby Swanson. Another opposite field hit. So Pablo Sandoval will bat for A.J. Minter. Pitch. Sandoval, line drive, a base hit left center, scores a run. Dansby comes home. Riley goes first to third, and Pablo Sandoval helps the Braves double the lead with a two-run eighth. There is not much more fun than beating the stupid Cubs, watching them lose in Atlanta. I don't have the time or energy or effort, and you probably don't have the concern or care to know why I hate the Cubs so much, but beating the Mets is one thing in the division. Hate them, hate them, the New York Mets. Beating the Nats, the G-N-A-T-S, Nats. Love beating them. The Laugh Out Loud Phillies, love beating them. But we that we play them all the time. Only get to play the Cubs every now and again, and beating them... As they look like clowns, is always a fun day. And that's what happened in Atlanta last night. My name is Brian. He is Keon. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast at stoneonair.com. The tornado outbreak of 2011 was 10 years ago yesterday. Talk about it next. You're listening to the Stone On Air radio show. Nuga Radio 92.7. A deadly tornado outbreak left a path of destruction across the Tennessee Valley right here in our community. On April the 27th, 2011, more than two dozen tornadoes touched down, killing hundreds in six states. In our area, more than 80 people died and hundreds were hurt. Businesses, schools, and homes were demolished in this storm. 
The clouds started forming Five o'clock p.m. The funnel clouds touched down Five miles north of Russellville This is Drive-By Truckers. The song is called Tornadoes. were blowing Clouds spat rain And as the thing came through I swear It sounded like a train Quite literally, anybody you talk to about experience a tornado says the exact same thing that Patterson just said there. It sounded like a train. I have never been anywhere near an actual tornado. Well, I've been within a few miles based on the last decade, but not not close enough to experiencing that. But I know plenty of people now who have. Plenty of people who have. And they say the same thing. It sounded like a train. Which is terrifying. How loud a train blowing through is. I know there's not that many of them around anymore, but... We're on the 10-year anniversary of the huge breakout in the Southeast. April 27th, 2011. Obviously, the 27th was yesterday. This is... The flagship of the Stone on Air Radio show, later disguised as a podcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. I'm Brian. He's Keon. I'm going to talk about that just a little bit today because I am a anniversary kind of guy. I am a notable date on the calendar kind of guy. Um, maybe part of it is just a little bit of a cop out to have material for your show. I don't know, but I'm regularly looking at what happened this time last year. What happened this time five years ago, ten years ago. Hell, a hundred years ago, um, I never got to my uh, Titanic segments I wanted to do, fun facts that I put together earlier in the month, because while I say this is best month ever, and it's been a great April, and every day has been great, it actually hasn't been that great. We've had terrible mass shootings this month. You know, it's easy two minutes later to forget about it, but because of that, I didn't get to the, the, the Titanic anniversaries or on literally on my birthday. On the 10th is when it set sail. On the 14th is when it sank. Had a whole thing I was going to do. But somebody shot up something that week. Was that, was that Colorado? Was that the, um, the grocery store? Or was that Atlanta? Or was that the other one? Or was that the other one? I don't want to get all worked up and start doing that again. But so the, the point was, as I look at calendars and look at what, happened on that day at whatever day in history is whatever it is the you don't pay attention to the history you're doomed to repeat it kind of thing uh, i believe in that wholeheartedly too not so necessarily to the exact specific nature of the way that 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 phrase is used but yeah remembering history is always a good thing um before i get to uh talking about 10 years ago a little bit i didn't realize this until i heard it in russell's news update i guess the um the vaccines are now no appointments and we've got more of these than we need, it almost sounds like. As I was going through Georgia, North Georgia yesterday, they have the big, their big uh, highway digital signs there. Ours, ours here now at the, the new work over here at the, the 24, uh, 75 split is really nice. Those are really nice digital boards. But the ones they have in Georgia were saying, you know, all the different, uh, basically they were all COVID updates and vaccine updates. And uh, I, I was asked yesterday, and you don't have to, it's not a mandate to go to a Braves game or to go out and do things or to not wear your mask as all the mandates are being lifted as far as the masks go. 
I have not been vaccinated yet, and I don't know why. I, I, I get mainly because I just don't. I don't love the idea. I don't hate the idea. The idea is the idea is great. It's 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 what needs to happen. It's it's what's going to fix all of this. But I still don't like the idea of it. I contracted COVID in December. I have the paperwork to prove to you that I had it. I was taught to believe that if you get a, if you get an influenza, if you get a flu, you're never going to get that flu again. So if I get the flu, I'm not going to go get a flu shot. Never had a flu shot before in my life either. But I am going to do it hopefully sooner than later. It's partially laziness, but also it was I didn't even know what to do. Not because I'm it was too convoluted. I just didn't it's like, oh, you got to make an appointment or something? Nah, I'll do that later. Nah, I'll get around to it eventually. Well, now you don't even have to do that. Just show up wherever showing up is. I don't even know that, but I know all, I got, all it takes is a couple of keystrokes. Yeah, I mean, figure I, that out. I got the appointment made for me. Um, have you had it done yet, or are you still waiting I, on I it? I got the, the first one. Okay. Any issues with it? No. I See, mean, my arm was sore for like two days, and then it was done. I just, I don't know. It's, it's just so foreign to me to get vaccinated outside of being a child. All the vaccines we all get when you're a kid and you have no control over it. That's just what you do. As an adult, I've never done it before, so I'm a little timid just because, mainly because I've already had it. Because I, I, I know there's so many people, all these idiots. Oh, I got the sniffles back in July. I think uh, I think I had COVID that day. All right, get out of here with that. <laughs> get out. Oh, so I'm good. I already had COVID. You don't know whether. You, yeah, you have no idea unless you were like one of those people that was close to death. Uh, you have no idea. Yeah. So, but I do know because I went and got tested because I I I was around. I had contract contact tracing and the whole deal so uh but i will do it sooner than later i believe we'll see i'll let you know how that goes especially now that you don't have to do appointment take the the more hoops i don't have to jump through the uh the more likely that i'll go so real quick Everness, want to thank them as their property management here in the city of chattanooga new to the area Nashville, Atlanta is where they've been uh, set up shop for a while, but now they've got a Chattanooga team here. They are going to take your property and manage it to the best of their ability, which is an incredible 1% delinquency rate. They have no hidden management fees. They have the highest quality tenants. They take care of everything that you don't want to take care of. I know many people in the uh, landlord business. Many of them do just fine without a management company, and many of them wouldn't know what to do without one. And Everness is here to take care of you if that's what you need. John is his name. He's who you're going to call, 454-3854. Everness.co is how you can get a hold of them. Thank you for being on board. So, 10 years ago, we had the... My biggest memory of of devastating tornado, act, tornadic, tornadic activity, as they call it in the meteorology world, a few years before that, Maybe all the way of 10 years before that. At some point when I was growing up in East Brainerd, there was a, a tornado that kind of blew through a neighborhood. And we were all like, what? Tornadoes? We don't get tornadoes around here. And it wasn't anything like we've experienced in the last decade. That was the only memory of a storm that even came close to discussing the word tornado. And then 2011 rolls around. And I remember it pretty damn well because of how much inaction that I had on that day. There was weather reports probably starting based on the little bit I've been reading to get ready for this segment uh, over the last day and a half. 
probably as early as three or four days in advance. So it was April 27, 2011, when the just multiple rounds of tornadoes just plowed through the southeast. And we had three rounds here in Chattanooga, North Georgia, and Alabama specifically. We probably had three days of advance notice that this weather was for real. That's a long time to know that it's coming. And I, I remember my dad even, and I have, a, I have a friend that's a weather geek and was like saying, this is real, don't, don't sleep on this one. And I quite literally slept on it. Quite literally slept on it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Eh, we don't have to worry about this. Yeah, sure, sure, whatever. I wasn't working in radio at that time. I was on a little in-between jobs, and that's part of the reason why I didn't see these stories or pay attention to them enough, because I wasn't up every day catching all the headlines. And I slept in until about noon probably that day. I believe it was a Tuesday. I do believe it was a Tuesday. It was a weekday for sure, but I, I, it might have been a Tuesday. And I went into work. Or I remember waking up and seeing the trees outside my window howling like I've never seen before. I mean, just smacking up against the side of the house. No, the tornado wasn't hitting there, but the, the, the weather was definitely hitting in East Ridge that day. Heavy. And I thought, oh, wow, this is a little stronger than I expected. And then it blew through. And I got ready for work, go to the day job downtown. And I jump on the interstate and I hear, I'm turned it on local radio, I guess, or whatever I was listening to or whatever got me to pay attention. And it said, okay, another one's on its way. And we all now began to feel what we know that the, you know, the calm before the storm. I know it's using cliched kind of, uh, you know, just throw around flippant terms. But there quite literally is a calm before the storm. And this was that exact calm. And I got to work and I thought, oh, no, this is real. And my, you know, my cat's outside. At the time, my brother lived with me. He had his dog. His dog was outside. You know, didn't have everything battened down in case the winds got big. So I got to work. I was like, hey, I need to go back home. This is, I guess this is real. Went back home, got everything out that could have flown away, put the cat and dog away, locked up the house, went back to work. It still didn't hit Chattanooga that bad on that second round. It was just a lot of rain and wind. And then there was another round that Sunday night, or that, uh, that, that late, I guess, whatever weekday night, that also didn't hit Chattanooga proper that hard, but it slammed North Georgia and slammed North Alabama. Uh, my family's comp- our family uh, uh, mechanic, quite literally for years, his name was Jack, over on Dietz Road. In North Chattanooga or in North Georgia, we would take all our cars to for him to work on them because he was we got my dad got to know him and he he did very very good work for a very cheap price. His entire property got blown away. He was killed. It was like eighty people that died in the tri-state area that day, or over the course of that you know maybe forty-eight hour stretch. It was devastatingly awful. And then now we can fast forward to just a year ago when um, what's even closer to me is the East Brainerd area. Jenkins Road, Holly Hills, um, Stanford Gap Road, all the way through there. Just destroyed. And luckily, I don't think, I, I know I don't know anybody who died in that one. But so it's like, okay, what's going on here? What? Why is this happening? And I'm not going to go down a long, twisted, sorry for the pun, um, global warming conversation or global climate change, even though I'm sure that has something to do with it. 
With a tornado tornado formula, the United States sees more than a thousand twisters each year, far more than anywhere else on the planet. Why is that? We average twelve hundred and fifty tornadoes a year. Canada sees about one hundred. It's the United States gets so many tornadoes because, in large part, the presence of the Rocky Mountains and the Gulf of Mexico. A scientist from the National Severe Storms Laboratory says. We've got all the ingredients, says this scientist. Winds out of the south bring warm, moist air from the Gulf at low levels over the eastern half of the United States. Winds out of the west bring air over the Rocky Mountains and high deserts of the southwest, making the air dry and cool aloft. And because of the Earth's rotation, the the winds are almost always aloft coming out of the west. I guess it's basically just because we have such a unique terrain over the course of the the coast-to-coast nature of our country. Europe has, where are the numbers here? We have the 1,200. I just had the numbers. How many Europe has? It's literally, it's literally hundreds. I don't, I'm running out of time here, and I don't see it right now. But there are other countries, other areas, and the entire continent of Europe are getting just hundreds of these a year while we consistently get thousands a year. I've lost everything here. I had something else that showed why... There it is. Why is more happening in the southeast? There have been more tornadoes lately east of the Mississippi, and while that doesn't mean that the tornado threat across the Midwest will end, it's notable change, especially for the Mid-South. There's also been an uptick in big tornado outbreaks rather than just the spot ones, outbreaks of them. I'll touch on maybe a minute or more of this or two when we get back. Tornadoes in the southeast also tend to be deadlier than those in the plains because of several factors of longer, larger tornado paths, larger population, more mobile homes, and more rain-wrapped and nighttime tornadoes. Why am I doing all this? You might be asking, Brian, what are you talking about? What's going on? Ten years ago yesterday, that large outbreak devastated the southeast. Luckily, not as bad in Chattanooga, but as we know a year ago, it can happen any time in tornado season is real in the city of Chattanooga. It's also real in the city of East Ridge, and the city of East Ridge is also kind of fun to make fun of. And I'll do that coming up next. Stone on air on Nuga Radio 92.7. This is Jade Bird out of the UK. She is fantastic. Because love has all been done before. Snooker Radio 92.7, the flagship of the Stone on Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast. Young Jade Bird, she is just 23 years old, will be at the Signal on May 16th, which is a Sunday, unfortunately, but hadn't been to a show in a while, and um, we hooked up with the Signal, and we got tickets to give away, and uh, I'll be there, you should be there. More details on that by Monday. Got plenty going on this week with the um, 
I got to figure out what's up with the virtual throwing of the first pitch <laughs> that Jen got for me for my birthday at the Lookouts game. I, you can't be on the field. So they're doing, I guess we're going to tape it this weekend or something. And I noticed last night, Keanu, at the Braves game, the girl who sang the national anthem was in the front row of the seats, like at the just where the aisle would go all the way to the net behind the plate. Because God forbid she's on the field. That's going to be dangerous to people's health. Hey, I'm look. Enough teams have been jacked up with COVID. You get one person out there, and they they I, cough, and some some player walks into a cloud of sneeze. I know, I and know. you're missing games. I know, I know. So anyway, the point being, I noticed that last night, and I was uh, with my stepbrother. I was like, hey, look, she's in the stands. I was like, that's right. No base, no no field, no no organization sports wise is letting anybody on the field other than the players. Which you know, I'm being flippant about it, but. That's fine. So I guess this weekend I got to go down to AT and T Field and throw a baseball while somebody records. The good news is, if I do like I did about five years ago and bounce it forty feet down, we can just take two on that one. Yes. Yeah. No. No one's the wiser. Do over. Do over. Um, so anyway, that's going on this weekend, and so more uh, more details on uh, the tickets for uh, Jade Bird at the Signal. Likely we'll just do something simple like likes and shares and follows and uh, that kind of thing. Probably primarily Instagram seems to be the best way to do things. I'm not going to do contests or take calls or do silly tricks like that. It'll probably be social media based. I've got three pairs between um, Jeff and Jen and Jason and Keon and Russell or whoever's on the morning show. Between them and uh, and this this show, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's how we'll do it. Nothing overly complicated. It is a Sunday, but it will be a very, very nice time at the Signal May 16th with Jay Bird from the UK. All right, let's see. Got to move quickly here. I actually got a text from Dwayne last night, uh, Dwayne Madden from the Hemp House, who said, um, I'll just paraphrase it, are you the one who started this East Ridge City Hall parody account? And I said, uh, I wish I could take uh, credit for it, but no, I I have no involvement with it whatsoever. It's just a Facebook page that's just mimicking uh, East Ridge and just being silly and uh, ridiculous. And so they're posting it at first looks like it's official. And there's a lot of East Ridge officials who are not happy about it. This radio station is based in East Ridge. I live in East Ridge. Jason lives in East Ridge. Um, so we're, we service the greater Chattanooga area, but some of us, you know, have a little bit more in the game here in the city. And so I just, I just did a bunch of copy and paste of several posts that they put out there the last, I don't know, it looks like it started, uh, uh, April 15th. So just a couple of weeks ago, they've got, as of yesterday, 1,236 followers, which is a kind of a lot. To get a, a to get a parody account, especially something local like East Ridge going, but just a couple of quick posts. Yeah, Ringgold Road is a bleep show right now, but so is your life. You live in East Ridge. Enjoy some street theater and shut the bleep up for a couple weeks. Uh, drivers caught wearing a mask while driving with their windows up will be fined for looking dumb as bleep. Again, it's got City Hall as their main picture. Um, it's getting tons of play. People are, you know, the, the comments are more funny than the posts. I just didn't have time to go through um, all of it. We need more businesses with only three parking spaces. 
preferably another cash advance or tattoo shop. Uh, This one says, quit asking us why the roads around Bass Pro and Chick-fil-A are so much better than the rest of the area. Their answer is simple. Y'all are poor, and East Brainerd is gentrifying us from behind. And when they're done with us, we can ruin our power steering trying to navigate the parking lots at Starbucks. Now enjoy your soccer stadium. So that's the kind of thing you're getting from this parody count of Eastridge. And then it got me remembered about this old song. This is now goes back to 2006. It's a pretty low-budget thing. It was kind of funny at the time, and it still really holds up for the most part. I think I know who put it together, but I can't remember, so I'm not even going to worry about that. But this is the Eastridge song from all the way back in 2006. This is Nougat Radio 92.7 in Stone on Air. And it's low-budget stuff. From the tunnels to Camp Jordan, straight down Ringgold Road. East Ridge, East Ridge, a story to be told. Driving 30 miles an hour down Highway 41. Looking for a place to buy a manufactured home. If you need a cash advance, we've got lots from which to choose. Lots and lots of places where you can get tattoos. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cracker Barrel, Bowling Alley, Uncle Buds and Cops. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cash advances, tanning beds, antiques and tank tops. Right across the state line from cheaper Georgia gas. Our flea market stocked up with big mouth blue bass. We've got two bylows in our town, one's good, the other's bad. And if you get caught speeding, you'll wish you never had. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cracker Barrel, Bowling Alley, Uncle Buds and Cops. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cash advances, tanning beds, antiques, and tank tops. A W-2 is all you need to get yourself a car. No money down, no credit needed, no matter who you are. You got a higher sales tax, it's nearly 10%. Lots and lots of churches where you can go repent. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cracker Barrel, Bowling Alley, Uncle Buds and Cops. East Ridge, oh East Ridge. East Ridge. Cash advances, tanning beds, antiques and tank tops. Cash advances, antiques and tank tops. It's the East Ridge song that goes back to 2006. The video, which is also very low budget. Helps it a little bit because it has all the pictures of the cash advances, the tattoo shops, the uh, the antique shops. Um, the, the things, though, that I made the list from things from the song that are no longer around. 30 miles per hour on Ringgold Road. It's, it's now uh, it's 40. So 10, 15 years ago, you almost couldn't not speed. Like it's a four. <laughs> it's a five lane road. It's 30 miles an hour. Doesn't make any sense. It's insane. It's now 40, which is fair. So good for them on that. The the bowling alley is long gone. The cheaper gas in Georgia. Again, you have to listen to it again to catch all these parts. But saying you could just go right across the line to get cheaper gas. That's an old thing. There's no more cheap gas in Georgia. Uh, it says we have two bylows. One good and one is bad. 
they were both bad, and they're both gone. They're just <laughs> now they're just bad food cities. Luckily, we're going to get a brand new food city uh, soon enough down near where I live, and then we'll just have the empty food city sitting there. I don't know, as maybe a flea market after that. Uh, plenty of churches still. Let's see. Okay, hold on. And, and Uncle Bud's. Do you have? Have you been around to know? Probably you probably don't know Uncle Bud. I do not know Uncle Bud. Catfish House has kind of that old eighties, nineties. It kind of feels like an old ship. You know, like oh, like wow. like an old like like a lot of the old Red Lobsters look. Like it's kind of got that feel. <laughs> like you're out yeah. at sea in the seventies or something. It was, so it's pretty cool decor overall, but just a crappy fried catfish place. But a lot of us went to that back in the day. It's long gone. Uh, the, the ones that are still here though. The manufactured homes, dealerships, the cash advances, the pawn shops, the antiques, which I love the antique malls. I'm not hating on that. Tank tops are almost back in style, so you'll find a tank top anywhere. Tattoo shops, tanning beds, flea markets. Probably still find some Billy Bass, little wall ornaments at some of these flea markets and antique stores, and uh, there you go. So that was... um, (laughs) <laughs> pull up the video if you want to have a little bit better idea. But the reason that I even go down this road was the parody account on Facebook, which is uh, it's picking up followers, and, and the comments are even better than the uh, than the posts they put out there. It says, uh, "Sick and effing tired of all these libertarians calling and complaining about the roads. Like that's not exactly what y'all voted for. Fix them your damn self if it's that important to you." Uh, another post from the parody account. Eastridge City Hall. We need we need at least two bags of concrete to fix the roads. If anyone has any laying around, just pour it into our fountain so we can get a jump on this. God bless. And then it just goes on and on and on from there. So no, Dwayne and Casey from the Hemp House. I did not create that account. I kind of wish I did. Hemp House, they have a location here at Eastridge. We're all having fun at it. We're all having fun. It's like making fun of your brother, right? Hemp House is also in North Chattanooga and Udawa. All your CB needs, CBD needs, they will take care of you. Only a couple days of this fantastic month left here in April. My name is Brian Keon. I'll hang out with you for the rest of the morning. Big Braves win over the Cubs last night. I don't know how big it was. It was fun. I was there. And that's all I got for you. 92.7 is the flagship of the Stone on Air radio show disguised as a podcast. This is Jade Birch. She'll be in town next month.